Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lock it in with Cam Rogers is presented by betonline.ag, your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. This is Lock It In, a sports betting show, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV. Happy Friday night. Great to be with you here. Cam Rogers with you. Brandon Lang alongside, of course, of BrandonLang.com. Looking nice and tan here on the show. Brandon, good to be with you, sir. How are we doing? We're good. You know, we can't get you can't get clay this early in the morning. Uh, you know, you get a lady friend in your bed. It's awful hard to get her out of there. I, I get it. Single guy like him, all shredded, ripped uh, ex NFL player. Um, good for him. I, I'm going to assume it's 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 a lady friendly, uh, uh, you know, plausibility, if you will, that he can't he can't he can't rally. Can't answer the bell, as they say, <laughs> answer the which bell. which I heard a story years ago about Anthony Kim. You remember him, the, sure. the, the young hot golfer? I heard a story, whether it's true or not, but it came from very reliable sources that he was playing the Nissan Open in LA and he calls his agent at 6.30 in the morning on Saturday when he's supposed to be getting ready for his tea time at like nine. And he tells his agent, I can't answer the bell. I, I, I can't. He goes, why? He goes, just make up an injury. I'm injured. Make up an injury. I don't know. He goes, why? He goes, because I'm here with two porn stars and some, you know, and, and, and we're skiing, if you will. His agent goes, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm not answering the bell and I ain't moving. He says, so make up something, hangs up the phone. So I'm not saying Clay is in any realm of that, but let's hope he has a lady friend and our single ripped ex-NFL player getting his groove on and uh, good for him. We'll catch up with him next week. He was working late, of course, on 670, the score in Chicago. So we will talk to Clay at some point soon. Brandon. You've got some betting notes as far as value is concerned. I want you to educate the audience about baseball betting. We really haven't touched on it on the show here, but it's going to be popular as we go throughout the summer. Yankees plus 140 at home. Talk to me. Yeah, so so basically, baseball is the only sport that deals with the money line, not a point spread. So you just need to pick the team that, that, that wins. And I talk to people all the time, never lay favorites more than 150. Um, essentially two units trying to win one. If you like a favorite more than 150, just put them in a two-team parlay with another favorite more than 150. Then it becomes basically a straight bet, minus 110, minus 120. Mm-hmm. And, and literally, then, then you're only losing one unit with a couple of favorites that you think are going to win. 
you're always looking for value and that creates value today. You, you know, Thursday McClanahan for the Rays is laying like 370 uh, against the Royals. Um, you basically run line that gets it down to like minus 250. It's still two and a half units trying to win one. Um, you could parlay that with two other big favorites and then now you're getting back to even money. So again, value the Yankees last night, just based on value, you are never going to get them probably the rest of the year plus 140 at home. So right. when you looked at the game, Castillo of the Mariners and Brio of the Yankees, I think that's his name, Brio. Uh, so I'm looking at that and I'm saying to myself, okay, Castillo's made five road starts this year. He hasn't won yet. Conversely, the Mariners have lost all five of his road starts this year. Just based on that, you take the Yankees plus 140. Blind bet. It's, it's, it's a complete value bet. I looked at it, made it my best bet. First of all, the Yankees at home plus 140. Castillo hasn't won on the road. And the Mariners are 05 as the road starts. I'm, I'm taking the Yankees. You can take them blindly. It did not matter. They score three in the first four innings. They coast to the 4-2 the win. And there you have it. Sometimes it looks so too good to be true that you get scared. Then you sit back afterward and said, Moses was parting the Red Sea. A pitcher that hasn't won on the road. A team that hasn't won when he's pitched on the road. Against the Yankees at home plus 140. With a pitcher who in his last two home starts had given up two earned runs or less. Oh my God. Why did you fly to New York? We go to Atlantic city. We just literally bet a hundred thousand on it. We set back in the sports book. We watch the game win four two. We look at it and say, Hey, that was easy. So baseball people say all the time, baseball is the easiest sport to bet a, cause you find tremendous value and B again, you're only dealing with a money line and not a point spread. And you get a lot of plus money and a lot of plus money wins in baseball because it's such a volatile sport. We'll have to talk about World Series futures at some point on the show because it has been a wild MLB season, Brandon. But we are going to pivot now to the NFL and talk about a big storyline in free agency. Talking about Dalvin Cook, his next team we have odds for these of course released by the vikings he reportedly wants to team up with deandre hopkins in fact he said it with adam schefter on his podcast cook is from miami so we've got the dolphins at minus 300 major juice to sign dalvin cook plus 250 for the jets plus 500 for the bills seems interesting bengals 10 to 1 cowboys 11 to 1 ravens 16 to 1 brandon where is Dalvin Cook going? To me, the long shot, but it would be just like them to pull it off, would be Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. That just, that just for me, it, it seems like that's the kind of move that Jerry would make, thinking that Dalvin Cook, who's got so much left in the gas tank, I'm surprised Minnesota's getting rid of him. Um, obviously, Miami, the favorite, minus 300. But I'm looking for, for the long shot. I don't think the Bills, because I don't he think he fits into the, what they do offensively. Josh Allen and, and, and the way he uses his legs. I, I just, for some reason, the Dallas Cowboys sitting there at 10, 11 to 1, just like Jerry Jones pulls it off again. And you're sitting there going, wow, Dalvin Cook behind that offensive line with Dak Prescott. It just seems like a move Dallas makes the big move. Go back years ago to Herschel Walker. When they had Herschel Walker, when they got Herschel Walker, they liked the big name running back. And it just seems like at those kind of odds, I'd take a little shot with the Dallas Cowboys. 
Not bad. 11 to 1 for Dallas. Tony Pollard did get the franchise tag there at the running back position, but Ezekiel Elliott is no more. So that era is over in Dallas. Let's pivot to the NBA now, Brandon. Bradley Beal on his way to Phoenix. We have shifting odds now in the NBA. And of course, we got the news about Marcus Smart being traded as well. In fact, the futures board right now at Bet Online is not there. So they're figuring it out over there in Vegas. I've got the odds for when Bradley Beal was traded. Denver plus 450. Boston plus 600. That could change. Box plus 600. The Suns went from plus 900 to plus 600 to win the NBA Finals next year. 12 to 1 for the Warriors as well. Your reaction when you saw Bradley Beal getting traded to the Suns first, Brandon? Remember the movie Big with Tom Hanks? Great movie. And he's sitting in the, the room and they're showing the robot and they're showing how the robot works and the, 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 the transformer, whatever, whatever. And Tom Hanks raises his hand and the guy that's jealous of him, um, who's dating Elizabeth Perkins, Tom Hanks raises his hand. He says, go ahead. He goes, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is a kid going to play with that? I don't get it. And then the guy tries to explain himself and goes on and Tom Hanks raises his hand again and says, I don't get it. That's my feeling with the Bradley Bill trade. You're, you're adding another Devin Booker. You're adding mm. another player that plays like Devin Booker. You need a true point guard. You don't have a true point guard. That's why you had Chris Paul. And now you're adding Beal. I don't get it. And people are going crazy over this this trade and, and and Bill didn't show me enough in Washington. He has games when he disappears. I, I think yeah. he's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. And I think people are going to be very, very disappointed with how this pans out. Um, the general manager situation and, 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 and Phoenix with the new owner is, is, is displaced. Um, I don't like the trade and I don't know why people are going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over the trade. He's a good player. He's not a great player. I don't think it's a great fit, and I think it's going to backfire on the Phoenix Suns. So you're not thinking big three material here in Phoenix, right? With no, Booker, I don't. Durant. I don't Bradley Beal is going to turn out to be the kind of player like a Kyrie Irving would be to solidify the big three. Just, just work off this platform of yep. this. Kyrie Irving goes to L.A. with LeBron and A.D., that's a big three. That's a powerful big three. That's a no disputing big three. Bradley Beal with Booker and Durant, it doesn't have the same impact. It just doesn't, doesn't feel right. I don't know why people are so enamored with Bradley Beal. I just don't. I'll say it again. Not to repeat myself, but it's true. He's a good player. He's not a great player. And if you're going to solidify the big three, you're going to compact a big three to have an impact. You need a player of a Devin Booker. He's just not out there. So they settled on Bradley Bill. Marcus Smart now with the Memphis Grizzlies, Brandon. Kristaps Porzingis now in Boston. Does that change anything for you in terms of the odds, the power rankings in the NBA? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the Boston Celtics were missing somebody 
like Porzingis. Uh, and they're getting two first round draft choices as well. This is going to be interesting. Listen, I didn't like Marcus Smart's game. I didn't. And yeah, you could say he was the glue that held that team together, but that team just completely imploded yeah. in the playoffs. Losing to Miami was embarrassing to seven undrafted free agents. And, and now you can't lose a series like that if you got Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Al Hoford was old. You put Persingas in there at 28 years old. He can hit the three. He can post up. He can go down on the low post. That was the problem with the Boston Celtics. If you don't have an offense where you can dump it down in the low post and get buckets, that's why Denver was able to win the NBA championship. You, you bump it into the joker. You spread it out. You double, he kicks. You don't, he scores. You need a big man. That's Porzingis. I, I think getting rid of Marcus Smart was huge. I think the Boston Celtics are now the team to beat in the East. I think this trade is huge for Boston. Now we sit back, see what they do with those two first-round picks. There's some talent out there in this draft that will fit well with them. Um, as I said, for me tonight, looking forward to seeing where my, my best friend Lee Strother, his son Julian Strother from Gonzaga, I just want Juju to get drafted. They say he's going to go mid-40s. I'm anxious to see where he ends up if – if you don't know Lee's story, they lost the lost their mom to breast cancer when Juju was five. He raised two daughters. One played at UNLV. One's coaching at UNLV. And of course, Juju comes up, gets a full ride to Gonzaga, and now he's in the NBA draft. Lee's the father of a lifetime for what he dealt with. So looking forward to the NBA draft. Celtics got two first round picks. Let's see what they do to package Porzingis with Smart and Brown, Tatum. Smart's gone, Brown and Tatum. I'm anxious to see where they go. Boston Celtics cruising right now, says Brandon Lang. I will say this, being from Boston and having a lot of Boston Celtics fan friends, they were very Jekyll and Hyde about their feelings with Marcus Smart. Frustrating at times, but good at times. So maybe there is some relief there. All right, let's pivot to the NFL here, Brandon. Let's talk about... I do want to say one more thing. Smart to Memphis. Now, see, I think that's a good fit. Okay. I think it's a great fit because the one thing that Memphis would do is they would go through spells where they play no defense. And now you're adding Marcus Smart with Ja, who of course missing, I forget what, what it was, 30 games out of the box. So, so Marcus can run the point till Ja gets back. I think that that works for them. I think Marcus Smart is a great fit in Memphis and that's going to make them a better team. I really do. Win-win. Okay. We love to see that. All right, let's talk about NFL team win totals. We will continue this theme here on Believe Me, and we are going to talk about a team, Brandon, that could be tough to watch this year. The Green Bay Packers, the over-under, seven and a half. The over is actually juiced at minus 130. Obviously, the Jordan Love era begins. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Also lose Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, Jaron Reed. They finished third in the NFC North despite having Rodgers last year, Brandon. The under is juicy at even money, plus 100. What do you think? I, I like the under. Um, I think they made a huge mistake here. I really mm-hmm. did. Um, Detroit is going to be lethal. Minnesota is going to be lethal. Chicago is going to be better. They were in so many games last year that they lost games late. And now here's Green Bay breaking in a quarterback that's, that, that showed last year. There are going to be growing pains. Their defense is young. Yeah, it was better, but it was lackadaisical at times. If they're going to get over that win total, they're going to have to be carried by their defense. No doubt about it. 
it's going to take Jordan Love some time. They've lost some offensive weapons. They've lost a couple guys in the offensive line. I don't think you can replace an Aaron Rodgers and expect to get eight wins or more. Yeah. I don't. I think I think they're going to implode, and I think it's going to be a long year for the Cheeseheads and Lambo. I really do. I'm going to go under that win total. I love that. Plus 100, under seven and a half. I am with you on that one. Maybe an improvement for this team this year. The Houston Texans over under is six and a half. The under juiced up minus 145. The over plus 115 coming off a three win season. You've got a new head coach in D'Amico Ryans. You add Devin Singletary, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz to that offense. Of course, you've got a rookie quarterback, presumably starting week one in C.J. Stroud. Six and a half here, Brandon. What do you think? Wow. Three wins last year in that division. Jacksonville's going to be better. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, got the Colts. Who knows? I, I, I'm as crazy as it sounds. I think they get the seven wins. I, oh. I really like their defense. I really like how their defense played. Remember, this is a team at home that had the Chiefs beat. They had the Chiefs beat at home and just let it get away in the fourth quarter. And you don't accidentally stand toe-to-toe with the Chiefs that went into the Raiders and blew them out. The, the Chiefs just blow people out. So to watch, and I, I remember watching that game, and I remember saying to myself, this Houston defense is playing their butt off. I like their head coach. I think they got some talent. I think they can get to seven wins. I really do. I'm going to take the value and go over seven wins for the Houston Texans. Yeah, I like that. Plus 115, D'Amico Ryan's really excited about what he can bring, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So I will go over with you on that one, Brandon. Let's stay in the AFC South. Indianapolis Colts over under, same number, six and a half. The over minus 135. They lost Paris Campbell. They traded Stephon Gilmore and released Matt Ryan, your favorite quarterback ever. Anthony Richardson getting the start week one, rookie quarterback most likely. What's the deal here? Yeah, Matt Matt Ryan's cost me some <laughs> shekels over the last few years. God, I'm glad he's finally out of the NFL. Um, another tough one in this same division. Um I'm a big believer in Jim Irsay. I'm a believer that they're still nucleus in, in, in defense, can get it done. They seem to be able to um, hang around that number. I like the offensive coordinator, Philadelphia, coming in here. I think he's going to be great. I'm going to go over the win total for the Indianapolis Colts, the defense and the nucleus of the defense. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be better than people think. So I'm going to go over the posted total with the Colts as well. Yeah, Colts, Texans expected to improve. The Titans may be the team that finishes in last this year. We'll talk about them in another episode. All right, we're on a theme here. Jacksonville Jaguars. Over under is nine and a half. The over is minus 150, laying a dollar and a half here, Brandon. Coming off a playoff season, of course, they beat the Chargers in that comeback game. Calvin Ridley is back. They franchise tag tight end Evan Ingram. They did lose Edge Arden Key. We'll see how that defense responds. Doug Peterson, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Nine and a half. What do you think? I'm going over. Um, This, this, that my, I've said this earlier on one of our other shows, my two surprise teams in the AFC are Jacksonville and the Jets. Hmm. And Jacksonville had a shot to beat the Chiefs. They had a shot. They're going into score to cut it to a one score game. 
and they fumble at the four yard line. I would have liked to have seen them cut that to three. And I would like to have seen the Chiefs when Jacksonville has all the momentum in the world with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I would like to see the Chiefs take the field and have to pick up first downs and run out the clock only up three. I would have loved to have seen that on the planet Earth. We got did the cover because the they sure that 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 game buried me as well. Um, <laughs> after they covered the San Diego game, the L.A. game in miracle fashion. I should have came right back with him plus the points, but I'm, I'm big on this team. Doug Peterson, um, what he's done, how he's put them together, their look. They have the look of a team that's going to be around for a while. The growth of Trevor Lawrence late in the year. I, I'm all in. I think they win 11, maybe 12 games in that division and run away with that division. And listen, Calvin Ridley is a top 12 wide receiver at worst, at worst. And he's coming back well-rested. So I'm with you. I like the over on that one. Minus 159 and a half. You can see 10 and a half in some other places, but I'll take the nine and a half. Why not? All right, let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. This is an interesting team, Brandon. Over, under, set at six and a half. Minus 130 for the over. Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, has played a combined 32 games over the last three seasons. Can you trust this team to get to seven wins? Yes, this is my over win total lock of the wow. year. Now, I'm not saying that because my brother and I have season tickets. I'm not saying because I'm a Raider fan. I mean, listen, I pretty much sell my my four and and watch, you know, watch at the win in the in the sports book. But I think Garoppolo goes in there and stabilizes them. Derek Carr and his decision making process in the red zone is horrific. It was horrific with, with the Raiders. They probably lost four games because of him and his decision-making in the red zone. There were three two-point conversions that they had to tie the game and go into overtime, and he makes the wrong read all three times. This is a team that should have at least four more wins last year, but despite a Derek Carr, they didn't. I believe Garoppolo comes in here. I believe he has a grasp of what Josh McDaniels wants to do. He's played in the Super Bowl. It's proven. He's a proven winner, by the way. If he stays healthy and plays the whole year, which I'm counting on, because they have a running game and they have a really rock-solid offensive line, which people don't realize how good that Raider offensive line is. The veteran presence of Garoppolo, the over-under win total at 6.5, it is a Christmas gift come early Raiders get to at least eight wins with Jimmy G. I only date porn stars at the helm. But the Raiders. They drafted Tyree Wilson, too. Excited to see what he can do on the defensive side. By the way, Brandon, for the Raiders, nine of their 11 losses last year, one possession games. So I, they hug I in there. I just told you, being a season yeah. ticket holder, I sat there and watched it going, they should have had four more wins than they did. Yep. McDaniel's first year, I get it. Everybody's the second year in the system. I think it is appalling that that win total is only six and a half. Disrespectful. Let's go with the over on the Raiders. Let's talk about the Chargers here in the AFC West as well. The number is nine and a half over minus 125, minus 105 for the under. I can't stand Brandon Staley. I can't believe he has a job, Brandon, after that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Justin Herbert in a contract season, still going through that process. What do you think? Somebody call 911 because this man is stealing money. Yeah. Somebody test the upper management 
of the Chargers for weed, Coke, alcohol, Xanax, Zoloft, Ambien, Trazodone. I don't know. He should have been fired at the stadium in Jacksonville after they lost. Instead, they give him another year just based on the fact that I think this guy, this coach is horrific. They, they are one of the most talented teams in the NFL. There's no disputing that. Their wide receiver core is insanity. Herbert is insane. But I just don't trust their coach. Should they get over that win total? Yes. Should they get the 10 wins? Yes. But until Brandon Staley shows me that he can coach his way out of a paper bag, I can't trust him. I just can't. So I'm going to go under. I'm going under. First under of the show, by the way. Let's hammer that one with the L.A. Chargers. Brandon Lang on Believe Me. Cam Rogers with you as well right here on Stadium. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.